dance. That was a very aggressive hello to you guys. But if you are watching this on youtube.com slash Kelsey you would know why. Uh, because you need to see fully that I beat the living hell out of my face today. I just was like feeling the V-Day vibes. I put on this tie-dye shirt. It's actually merch. It's the Don't Fucking Panic t-shirt. And then I used my friend Lauren's Lord DIY's tie-dye kit to like spiral it. And I'm loving the pinkness. I'm loving how my makeup matches it. And then even more so to that, I fully put on long nails for the first time in my life, okay? Like I feel like Kylie Jenner and don't laugh because a couple are missing, but I've also decided to take my two pointer fingers and cut those nails down and file them because I need to be able to do things like wipe my ass and masturbate and insert like monostat. Why was that all body function things? Opening things, cans, very hard to open cans, type. Oh, it's hard to type, but listen, when you put this makeup with these nails, bitch, I am feeling myself today. Confidants, I hope you're doing well. I feel like I haven't like done a solo episode in a while. Maybe I have. I don't know. Time doesn't exist right now still. But listen, I wanted to have a fun episode today. It is President's Day. Don't know what that means, um, but I will celebrate our president this year. Yay. Uh, the president in my eyes is Kamala Harris. Um, so happy President's Day to her. Um, Excusez-moi. Um, so this episode is uh, a ranking of my Valentine's days. And I want to go through a couple uh, little stats before we pop off on this episode. I wasn't even sure that I was going to make an episode today because I actually was going to come on here and tell you guys to go listen to a new podcast that I am hosting. If you haven't heard about that, you're clearly not on my socials. So what are you doing? Get over there and follow, 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 honey. But I will talk a little bit more about that later. Get excited. It's a little treat for you guys. But let's talk V-Day, baby. It is actually Valentine's Day today that I am recording this. Now you'll be listening tomorrow. We all know how math works. Uh, not math. The moon and sun works. Um, and it's so funny because Jared and I's anniversary is really close to Valentine's day. And so we're always kind of like, Oh my God, it's like, we have the holidays and we have the anniversary and we have Valentine's day and it's all so close together. And it's like, that can get expensive. So we usually try not to do like big expensive gifts or anything. And we, we kind of like decide on doing stuff together rather than like, Ooh, I'm going to guess at what this is uh, and what this person wants. And is this good enough? And I decided to start like a shared note on our MacBooks of just like things that are a little more pricey than we would like spend in a day to day life that we can use to show each other things that we want. Right. So like I'll put a link in there for like a Dyson Airwrap. I want it. I'm not going to spend the money on it myself but if he wants to get it for me like I'm just trying to make it easy for him there's no guessing games we've been together three years it's not like a complicated situation I don't want to there's no trickery involved okay uh and that's like kind of what I want to say about like Valentine's Day is it can be so stupid it's so uh, like such a capitalistic holiday it's made to make people feel bad if you can't project this perfect image of what people want Valentine's Day to look at. We know the media makes a big deal out of it. We know freaking CVS is like putting the fucking Valentine's Day candy out in goddamn November. It's like, come on. Why 
is Valentine's Day so ridiculously expensive? So I'm going to go through a couple stats real fast. <clears throat> These stats come from uh, Wallet Hub. Shout out to Wallet Hub. Um, okay. Lovesick shoppers shell out more than 21.8 billion dollars. I think I have like my soul just left my body. $21.8 billion on Valentine's Day each year. That makes Valentine's Day the third priciest holiday on the calendar for U.S. consumers. And I think like Christmas is probably number one. But then I was like, what the fuck is number two? What's another holiday that you get gifts for people besides like other holiday, uh, excuse me, like wintry, like Hanukkah and uh, Kwanzaa and like what else you buy? Am I stupid? It's not Halloween. Oh, but maybe like Halloween is like spending money on decor. What? Okay. Now I have to Google this. Most expensive U.S. holidays. Let's see if it gives it to us. Winter holidays. Back to college. That's not a, that's not a thing. Christmas and winter holidays is number one. Oh God. Oh, God, that looks like it's going to give me a virus. No, thank you. Um, the biggest holidays for spending on CNBC. Okay, Halloween is number seven. Number six is Father's Day. Five is Easter. Four is Mother's Day. Oh, that's sweet. Three is Valentine's Day. Two is Thanksgiving. Oh, okay, so it's not gift buying. It's just overall. Well, yeah, hello, a frozen turkey is very expensive. Okay, sorry, my Adderall's kicking in and I've had two coffees today. Okay, boom. So that's a lot of money. That's really dumb. But love might not be the only motivator because roughly 34% of people expect their Valentine to spend at least $50 on a gift, according to their 2021 Valentine's Day survey, which is what the fuck, you guys? What? I would rather just have the $50. I think it's because I've been in a relationship for three years, whatever. Um, and it's really funny because like I said earlier, Jared and I try to like be on the same page with gifts. We're like, okay, are we doing big Christmas and like little anniversary? We're doing nothing for Valentine's Day. And so this year we said we weren't going to really buy each other anything for our anniversary and that we would rather like spend the day together and go to the beach, which we did. And that motherfucker got me a gift. And I was like, bitch, you said no, but he did. So uh for valentine's day today i gave him a gift even though we said we weren't gonna get each other's gifts and it hasn't arrived yet but i gave him some chocolates in a little baggie and i was like you have a gift coming and they're socks with our cat's face printed on them because leo my cat loves him so so much um i bought it on etsy shout out to etsy uh little small shop owners okay <laughs> 50 dollars to spend on a gift that's like that feels pricey to me whatever 40 40 percent 47% of people said that they would also break up with their significant other if they spent irresponsibly so fear is a factor too what does that mean spending irresponsibly like cocaine and strippers in a car or are we talking just like too much money on lingerie or that was a little cloudy for me because what would I consider irresponsibly well, I can't really say much because I just put $500 on Dogecoin last week. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, please don't Google it because you'll get sucked in. Um, it's a cryptocurrency. It's a stock thing. I can't talk about it. Um, mostly because I don't know much about it, but it exists. Shout out Elon Musk, I guess. I don't know. People don't really like him. So 
maybe not shout out Elon Musk. Um, what would be Jared spending irresponsibly on a gift? See, I tap my nails now. ASMR, baby. I guess if he did some dumb ass like Travis Scott shit where he like filled the entire apartment with roses, I would be like, no, you dumb asshole. Why would you do that? That, w- that was such a waste of flowers, waste of someone's time, waste of someone's money, waste of like a company's blockage of, a- I would be so pissed. Waste of flowers. Oh my God. Did I say that already? Cause like that seems like such a waste. Okay. I guess so that does make sense. Um, this was a funny stat. I thought, uh, men will spend twice. Wait, how do I say this sentence? Men will spend more than twice as much as women on average for Valentine's Day in 2021, where men will spend on average $231 on their partner, whereas women only spend $101. So uh, shout out to the ladies for being frugal. If you bought your significant other a gift this year or yourself a gift this year, drop a comment below. I want to know how much you ended up spending. I probably spent, let's see, Reese's, two bags of Reese's. Ferrero Rocher's were not cheap. They were like $11. The bag itself was like a dollar. Um, the socks, I had to put rush shipping. So it was normally only $20, but for the rush shipping, it was 40 So I probably spent, yeah, like 75 So I'm coming in under. I like that for me. Um, 81 8 <laughs> Sorry, guys, you know I'm numbers dyslexic. This is testing me 8.1 billion is the amount that Americans will spend on jewelry what 4.1 billion on flowers oh no wait I fucked that up oh my god okay rewind okay 8.1 billion is how much is spent on gifts that Americans will pay for Valentine's Day uh, jewelry, they will spend 4.1 billion, which is still absurd. Flowers will be 2 billion and candy will be 2 billion. I love that flowers and candy are the same. Cause it's like, I would so much rather have the candy. In fact, I do have some gummies right here. Sorry if you don't like chewing noises. Okay. Um, 28% of people will buy Valentine's Day gifts at discount stores. It me. I bought it at CVS, um, or no Walgreens. And 73% of people felt that it's important to celebrate this year, given the state of the pandemic, which I guess I understand the question where it's like, do you, are you going to celebrate it? And people are like, yes, I feel like it's important to celebrate people that I love this year because it's been such a crazy time rather than like, oh my God, we're just not doing it this year. Like it's canceled. Kind of like how we did to Halloween. We fully canceled Halloween. I wore a onesie pajama set of the pink Power Ranger and put up my Christmas tree this year for Halloween. Okay, those stats are absolutely insane. Before we go to the next segment, which I'm really excited about, I reached out to a bunch of my friends and creators, a lot of them who have already been on the podcast before, so you might recognize a few names. And I reached out to them and I was like, give me your most memorable Valentine's Day experience, whether it's like happy, sad, ugly, cute, horrible, an awe moment, uh, devastating, boring, like give me a voice note and I'm going to react to it live on the podcast. So I'm about to play those for you. But before we do that, I really, really would just love to tell you about this week's sponsor, which is Issue. Have you ever heard of Issue? Okay. It is not just like a content distribution publication site. No, 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 honey. Issue spelled I S. S U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U U
So like, let's say you're someone who lives to create and you have content to push out there and a story to share. Like much like me, I am constantly having to make uh, Instagram stories or TikToks and it issue removes the complexity with making content look amazing wherever you post because they are an all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital publications from brochures to magazines to sales collateral and more. So basically you can take like PDF images. I did it with my book and you upload it here and it basically makes your content usable on all different kinds of platforms. So like it um, resizes it for iPad or a website or makes it into a beautiful flip book um, for your stories. It takes the guesswork and all that math out of making eye-catching content. And it's simple and easy to you. You just upload your PDFs and issue transform them using your vision and customizable templates to create content you want. And so you should get started with issue today for free. Or if you sign up for a premium account, which is what I have, you will get 50% off. That's half off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code confidently. That's I-S-S-U- you.com <laughs> slash podcast and use promo code confidently at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium count. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code confidently. The weather is getting warmer, so it is time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now that I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortless, effortless, less, yeah, effortlessly chic year after year, like uh, premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from 30 doll hairs, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. I can confirm this. I'm actually wearing Quince pants right now. You are. They are so, they're they're loose, they're breezy. These babies have a button, a fly, drawstring, and elastic in the band. So I can like, I can dress them up, I can dress them down. Yes. They are, they're the perfect pant for summer and I'm really comfortable as hell in them. Honestly, I am wearing the Quince 14 karat gold earring loop right now. Oh my god. I know. I think it's so cute. It does not tarnish. It is so comfy and I have sensitive ears so I'm really loving this for my body. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Kelsey for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Kelsey to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Kelsey. Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? (laughs) You are talking to two sober Sally's. You know, Zach and I love to drink recess zero proof craft mocktails because it's a guilt-free way to unwind. It has 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less. And it is sweetened with agave because y'all know I got that sugar addiction. It has incredible flavors. One of my favorites is the grapefruit Paloma. The Paloma is actually one of the last 
last drinks I was drinking when I was drinking alcohol. So this is like a nice little nostalgia moment and it still feels really fun in my hand. And there's no reason we should be missing out on the partying either. It's such a good replacement for alcohol, a great drink for having in between alcoholic drinks, unwinding at home, at dinner parties, chilling on the couch. It is endless. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash Kelsey. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. All right, back to the hot mess. That is our Valentine's Day review episode. Okay, I have audio files coming in. Um, I have not listened to them yet. So I'm live reacting to my friend's um, uh, submissions. You know what's funny is my mom was the first person to send one. And it made me laugh. So I feel like we should just listen to hers first. Okay, this is my mom, everybody. Christy Dara, shout out. Consistently the same your dad gives me flowers from Publix and they last about three days but still it's the thought that counts and he always has a really mushy mushy Mm -hmm. Valentine's card that's true me I get him chocolates and a very humorous funny Valentine card and that's the way it's been for 35 years love you that was so sweet because it's so fucking true. Every year, my dad gets a very, very sappy, like cursive You all know what I'm talking about. The ones that are too long that are like, without you in my life, I would have nobody. It, it's just so sweet. And he always gets her roses and he does, he, go, he gets up really early and he goes and gets them so that when she wakes up, they're on the uh, like breakfast table. Um, shout out to my parents for showing me what true love looks like. Okay. This next one we're going to is Lily Marston. Uh, she was on the episode of the big O talking about orgasms actually with my mom. So it's actually pretty perfect that she has one clip coming in right after, uh, La Chrissy Dare Mama D. So let's listen to Lily. Well, it feels really sad to admit, but I've actually never had, like, a real Valentine's Day. But, like, what's a real Valentine's Day anyway? Um, (laughs) One year, though, sophomore year of college, uh, I had a friend that lived down the hall in our apartment building, and his mom would give him money each year to bring someone on a Valentine's Day date. And he didn't have a girlfriend, so he um, brought me and my friend, and we got really high and went to a Mexican restaurant, and he bought us dinner, and it was a great time. So, (laughs) you know... I have a low bar. <laughs> Lily, I fucking love you. That is perfect. And that's very, very funny that that kid's mom was like, I will pay for you to try and have a Valentine's Day. Like, what's that kid up to now? I would like an update, Lily. That's really funny. Um, okay, let's move on to Jasmine. Y'all know Jasmine. She is the co-host of Host Art History. She is like the most fashionable bitch on Instagram. She is killing the game right now. She's been on a million episodes. If you don't know who Jasmine is, like, what the fuck? All right, here she goes. Okay, my most memorable Valentine's Day was a previous year, obviously. Um, I was with my partner at the time, and I never have opportunities to, like, surprise them. Mm. So I 
got us a hotel room <gasps> in this like bougie ass hotel. I decorated it with rose petals Ooh. and candles. What? And I got their favorite snacks oh. and put them all around. A plus, baby. And then I brought like my lingerie. Oh. And I was like, I'm going to be cute. I, I got them flowers. I got them everything. I really did it up. No kidding. And then I sent an Uber to their house. What? And they didn't know where the location was, obviously. Oh, my God. Then the Uber dropped. Uber. <laughs> then the Uber dropped them off. I had them pack like an overnight bag. Stop. And then I surprised them at our little hotel room. And then we went to our first sex party. Oh. <laughs> it was a beautiful night. It was a beautiful night. And one of the best Valentine's Days to this day, I think. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, lover. Oh my god, only fucking Jasmine would give that hot, hot twist. First of all, Jazz, the fact that you went to a sex party without me, very hurt. I didn't even know that that existed. Why have we not done an episode about that? But like that whole setup, mwah, mwah, chef's kiss. That's such a good idea to staycation. And I bet you guys, if you use hotel tonight, you could get a deal the same day. I love that for us. Okay. Um, next, we are going to go to my lady group chat, which is always on fire with my very fun and successful friends. They were all on the podcast episode talking about fertility and freezing your eggs with Devin Lytle. If you haven't listened to that, whew, that was a very intense one. That was the most guests I've ever had on. I think there were six of us talking at once into microphones. It was very funny. Um, so this is Cooter Club. This is our group chat Cooter Club. Let's listen to Heather. So, okay. Um, one time Josh and I were in Bali Ooh, and we got these massages rich, honey. Um, at the hotel that we were staying at. This, like, really beautiful place. It was, like, outdoors. Mm. And then, like, the later part of the massage, like, you go, you do the massage, and then they um, give you, a happy uh, like, a bath, like, with, oh, like okay. rose petals sure. and, like, all this, like, aromatic stuff. Ooh. And so then um, they have you shower before you get in the bath to, like, rinse off all the oils. And so they, like, told Josh and I, okay, go into the shower. And so, like, the two of us were in the same shower together. And they had these, like, glass bottles of, oh, like, no. um, soap and, like, body stuff. Oh, I know where this and, is going. um, they basically, uh, they were these glass bottles. And so you're holding onto them with these oily-ass hands. And, of course, no. I dropped one of the bottles and the glass shatters no. everywhere. And then, like, like, somehow it gets on my foot, cuts my foot. Oh, and I'm screaming. Because like, hell. It's, like, this shard of glass. <laughs> And then I'm screaming and crying. And the ladies are like, oh, my God, what the hell's happening? Like, are you okay? And, like, oh, I'm standing yeah. in the shower screaming. And then I'm, like, naked. So then oh, Josh has to, like, no. get the towels and, like, get the ladies. And then we have to, like, leave <laughs> the shower. And then, um, like, I'm, oh, like, God. Uh, like, my foot. And so, like, they give us this bath. And I'm sitting there, like, holding my poor foot. Oh, and then no. um, we get in the bath. But I have to, like, leave my foot hanging out. You, you know, still got to, like, in the stop bath. the blood flow and, oh, like, my let God. it clot. Um, so yeah, it was supposed to be this like super romantic thing, oh, and um, I ended up God. getting injured. So yeah, kind of funny. <laughs> kind of funny, Heather. That is hysterical. Oh, here comes Stephanie's. It's playing right after. Hold on. And you always had to work on uh, Valentine's How Day. Do I and everyone always came in having to hold roses oh, and looking shit. uncomfortable. Oh, okay. How do I restart? People just never looked excited to note. be there. Ugh. Okay, Looks sorry, like Steph. They were forced to keep this holiday or be overly romantic. And okay. The conversations, yes, restaurant. I just hated it. 
So ever since I've been in a relationship my whole life, I just never wanted to celebrate Valentine's Day. Mm. So every year we do Valentine's Day in matching heart onesies, cook dinner mm. together, or cook breakfast together, mm. and just sit and be together. No flowers, no yes. dinners, no elaborate things, just us in matching heart onesies. Oh my God. See, okay. I think the next one's going to play. This is Amanda. One time I was dating this guy and I got all dressed up in lingerie, trying to be all sexy. I don't know what happened. I was home by myself for some reason at his house and I got locked out of his house straight up next to butt naked. No! Anyway, got myself out of it, broke into the house. I don't know what happened. All is well. Hopefully my husband won't hear the story either. (laughs) Okay, so that was Cooter Club. They played back to back to back. I don't know why it didn't allow me to pause this. I was like frantically trying to pause it so we could break them down. But Heather, literally definition of my bloody Valentine, hysterical, only you. Steph, I love that because it's so much like what Jared and I feel about Valentine's Day. And then Amanda, you're just that bitch. I just, if I saw you standing naked out in your lingerie in front of the door, I would be like, oh, hello, miss. Do you need a front? You are so hot and stunning and your boobs are great. I'm so happy for you. Okay. Um, Next, we're moving on to one of my faves, Zach Noe Towers. He's been on a million episodes, one of my best friends and co-host of Dating No Filter, which you should go binge if you want to watch a really fun show about love. Okay, here we go. Wow, okay, um, let's start this by saying Kelsey absolutely just yelled at me uh, to do this voice note, like, in five minutes. Uh, she'll probably edit this part out, no, but if not, just know it, she was very mean to me. Okay, uh, I have famously been single for every Valentine's Day I've been alive. True. But there is one V-Day oh. I hold fondly in which I got absolutely railed. Um, <laughs> It was several years ago. I was going to the Ellie Goulding concert at the Palladium with a gaggle of gays. And Ellie Goulding music is kind of gay catnip. It was getting me riled up. I was also on tons of Molly. And say it with me, cocaine. Uh, But one of my guy friends was moving shortly after the concert, like leaving LA. And we had already always had a little bit of sexual chemistry. But that night he was like touching my my lower back, buying my drinks, chain smoking with me. Uh, I truly don't remember half the concert. Sorry, Ellie. Oh, wait, did it stop? Or was that the end? Was that the end? Did you leave us? Oh, okay. Sorry, more. Ellie. Okay. Uh, but afterwards, we all went to this diner. Oh, Cafe 101. R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. just and, got closed down because of COVID. Uh, he and I kept like rubbing legs under the table and Ooh. decided not to eat. Uh, I Duh. had already by okay. then digested half of my molars from grinding them. But uh, we left instead, <gasps> made out in his car. Oh, my God. Couldn't go to my house because my roommate was there. Um, you have a and bedroom? so instead went to his vacant apartment because he had just oh. uh, boxed up all of his stuff for his move. Okay. And um, yeah, he absolutely slammed me oh on um, kind of like near the patio door. I remember there being kind of like moonlight and like our, our grunts and like moans were like echoing in this empty one bedroom apartment in West Hollywood, oh California. My God. And uh, I think that's love, or at least my Zach. version of it. Um, yeah, happy V Day. Stop. I'm dead. He's fully right. I texted him. I was like, hurry up. I'm about to record. I need your thing. And I'm so glad I yelled at you because that, that is so Zach. I love him. He's my, one of my besties. Um, okay. Jesus Christ. Okay. Now we are going to, 
Um, wait, let me text my sister. I'm recording now if you can send. Um, she said, I 100% know what mine was. And then she didn't send me a thing. And I'm like, hello, I'm recording as we speak. Okay. Um, this one is from my friend who I call Captain Moosey, but that's not her name. Her name is Macy, but she was like a boss bitch. And so I called her Captain and then Macy turned to Moosey. You had to be there kind of moment. Um, okay, here we go. Here's Macy's. Okay, so me and Chris's kind of cute Valentine's Day Aww. tradition is that the first time we ever celebrated Valentine's Day together, we were like broke college students. <laughs> Weren't we all? And so he made me green chili in the crock pot as our Valentine's mm. Day dinner. And now we do that every Aww. year. So even this year, he um, currently is making green chili in the crock pot. Stop. I don't know what green chili is. What does that mean? You just eat green chili? I don't. I don't understand, but I'm so, that's so cute. I love tradition. It takes the pressure off. You don't have to like think about it. Uh, comment below if you have a Valentine's Day tradition because I would love some new ideas. Jared and I don't really, ha like I said, we don't really have any because we've got our anniversary and that's like kind of our special day. Anyway, okay. Um, this next one, I'm so excited to play because this is coming from my two co-hosts of my new podcast, Guilty Pleasures with Zach Corn Daddy, Corn Diddy Cornfeld and Garrick Bernard, who you will get to know very intimately over on the Guilty Pleasures podcast. Guilty Pleasures podcast is a pop culture movie and television review podcast where we take the best of the worst and the worst of the best TV shows and movies, we watch them and review them. And at the end, we decide if it is a guilty pleasure, uh, a pleasure, or just plain guilty. It has been so much fun, like each week to watch a film, uh, make jokes about it, and like hang out with my friends on Zoom. And I have just really enjoyed this podcast. And I think you guys are really going to have a lot of fun. And you get to see a different side of me. Like, you know, here is such a personal, educational, um, piece of content every week that you get but I feel like over there I'm more of that like comedian working gal that you guys I hope will find in love and so uh I'm going to play Garrick and Zach's and then as soon as this is done you have to go over to wherever you listen to podcasts it's going to be on everything and type in guilty pleasures and subscribe baby and they're going to be coming out the same day as this podcast does so ooh, ooh, double feature I hope you're ready for a lot of Kelsey and what I love about this podcast is that we're going to tell you what movie we're watching for the next week and that way you can catch up and then listen and binge with us too so I know we're doing Twilight as our first episode which you should go and listen to today and then uh Bridgerton is gonna be our next one and the Bridgerton one might be one of my fucking favorites and I just am so excited about this podcast I think you guys are gonna love it it's also gonna be a YouTube video so you can watch along so let's go ahead and listen to Garrick's I also call him Rick because it's Garrick so sometimes I'll refer to him as Rick don't be confused okay here we go I think my most memorable Valentine's Day was two Valentine's Days ago. Um, I took my girlfriend out to this place called Open Air. Ooh, and it was really nice. And it was fancy. like a four-course meal. I've oh. never had horses to a meal, so that was a first. <laughs> and um, while I was there, I saw one of my comic friends there uh -oh. on like gotta be like his fifth date with this person. Oh, and it was no. like a Valentine's Day thing. So... Bold. I went over, no. said, like, acted like a like I was a fan of his. Stop. I was like, oh, my God, this is, dog, you were you're one of the funniest people I've ever <laughs> met, blah, blah, blah. 
and like pretty much wingmanning him. Yes. Uh, my girlfriend and I, both of us, Stop. we just walked over and wingmanned him. Um, and then like a, a violinist was playing in the background also. It was just a really nice thing to do for someone else. So I think my most memorable Valentine's Day was me like helping out a buddy and like uh, wingmanning a buddy. Oh yeah. Like 150% definitely helped him get laid, Rick. That is so funny. And the idea of just like a violinist in the background. Oh, what I would have paid to see that moment live. Uh, Rick is very, very funny, you guys. He was a writer at BuzzFeed when I was there too. And he's one of those comics that just like, you know when you get mad because someone's so funny, you're just like, oh God, they're so much funnier than me. They don't even have to try. Like he's just naturally funny. Whereas I'm very like, I have to write down my jokes. I have to practice them. Like he's just great. You guys are going to love him. All right. Now let's listen to Zach Kornfeld, uh, my buddy pal. He is also on the podcast. He is a fanatic of the cinema and television arts. Uh, if you don't already know him, he's one of the Try Guys. And he's been on this podcast where we talked about... Did we talk about chronic pain? Or did we talk about him almost losing his nutsack? I don't know. It was a very early episode, so you can go all the way back and listen. All right, here we go. Hey, Kelsey. My favorite Valentine's Day memory was probably this last year. Oh. So... A bunch of friends and I, we all got together, and instead of having our individual romantic days, we decided to just throw one joint party. What? So we pooled all the money together that we would have spent on fancy dinners and instead rented a party bus. No. Rode down to Anaheim. What? Uh, Mind you, yes, we did get uh, hilariously inebriated. We sang karaoke on this very gaudy bus and drove down to Anaheim to get hot dogs at Portillo's. No. And then we rode back and we crashed my uh, employee's party. He was having a Valentine's Day party. Miles, our producer. It was just good fun. You know, instead of it being all sappy and romantic, it was a celebration with your loved one, but also with your friends. And it was just a damn good time. So I can't recommend enough. Choose something goofy. You'll remember it a lot more. Oh, Zach. You know what's funny is like I've always thought of Valentine's Day like being very obvious, the thing that a lot of uh, lady friends do. But I never, ever have thought about doing a group Valentine's Day. That is such a smart idea. Go up to a fucking cabin, rent a cabin, go skiing, go somewhere with a jacuzzi, bring some board games. I love that. And putting the money into that where you all know like, You've spent it on a good time and an experience. I am a huge fan. Okay, so don't forget to go listen to the Guilty Pleasures podcast. I don't know how many times I can plug it in there. Um, at least I'm not plugging my book 100 times. Right, guys? Are you sick of that yet? Have you bought one yet? I think we're doing well with sales. I don't know what sales are good versus bad, but I think we're we're in a good place. We're not on the New York Times bestseller list or anything like that, but still. Okay. Um, oh, bitch. Okay, we have got... Lore DIY, aka Lauren, her and her partner Jeremy have become quick close friends of mine and Jared's because we think they're like the way hotter, more successful, richer, and like cuter version of me and him. And we have so much in common, and I'm just absolutely obsessed with them. And I know they're like on a Valentine's Day date right now, so I appreciate whatever they're about to say. Okay, here we go. Okay, so let me know if this is just a Canadian thing, but do you remember when we were in elementary school and you would buy those packs of Valentine's Day notes or the cards and you would have to write every single kid's name on a Valentine's Day note and then at some point 
in like the week of Valentine's Day, you would do a Valentine's Day craft and everyone make like a little mailbox or a paper oh, bag yeah. that would go on the side of your desk. Yeah. So that on Valentine's Day, you just drop you would them put off. Every kid's little card right. that had like a candy tape to it or a Hershey kiss. Yes. And even though you would still write, like, okay, well, maybe it was just my family where I would write everyone's name and give everyone a Valentine's a Valentine's Day card. But, like, there would always be, like, the popular girl, which oh. I want to very, be very clear, was not me, <laughs> would get the most cards oh, out of everyone. No. And then, like, the less popular kids would get not as many cards. And it was, like, really fucked up. Like, that's some hardcore bullying that I'm sure has scarred people. I was I was mid tier, like I was mid pack. Oh my god, that's so true. They like should not. Do, they should have a rule where like kids have to give Valentine's Day to everyone because it also puts that weird pressure on like boys to give things to their crushes and it makes everyone go like, oh Johnny and Karen, and it's like so annoying. Don't do that to kids so young and just give them candy. Just get them sugar hide. Make the holiday about getting sugar high and taking a nap at like three. That's what I'm doing as a 30-year-old female adult. Thanks, Lauren. Okay, final one. My sister came through in the clutch. She did end up sending one. Okay, here we go. Okay, so really quick. Uh, when I was 13 and I was dating my boyfriend at the time, um, just a few days before She's Valentine's so Day, I we both lost each other, lost our virginity to each other. And during that time, I had the worst case of pneumonia. And dur- oh during that God, time when yes. I was having sex, I was viciously coughing the entire time. <laughs> and it was quite memorable because of that. Um, and then the few days later on actual Valentine's Day, I literally couldn't do anything with my yeah. life so he, um he had brought like a, i think some dinner over Aww. and we had like a candlelight dinner in my bedroom at mom Aww. and dad's and i don't remember that like, i was so sick and i for anybody that's had pneumonia knows the yes. pain that comes with oh, it God. so it was the only valentine's day that really like stands out to me and Aww. i just think that um uh, maybe all the other ones were just really non-eventful i don't really care about valentine's day anyway (laughs) that is like the perfect ending my sister is so laissez-faire she's like super into crossfit by the way if you haven't listened to the episode with my sister uh a few weeks back over the holidays it's maybe my favorite episode i've ever done um but that's really funny my sister was always someone who had boyfriends growing up and i was like the weird looking one who never had a partner and like no one ever liked me and no one ever was giving me um valentines or i was like never any crushes so i was always vicariously living through her and her like relationships but that is so cute because i remember when she got really really sick that one time and megan i might be wrong about this but was that also the time where you were so sick it like gave you a type of palsy where like half of your face went numb and drooped and we were like oh my god did she have a seizure what the fuck happened is she gonna be this way forever uh that was really scary why did you have pneumonia so bad when you were 13 was it was it mono mononucleosis or whatever the fuck it's called i bet you that's what it was she's not here to respond so she doesn't get it she doesn't get a retort but anyways moving on um so shout out to all of my friends all of them will be linked below uh they're amazing and fantastic now i am going to rank my valentine's days just for you guys uh i have five and i'm gonna do from uh best to worst maybe should i do that yeah well no let's let's just read them out okay the year was 2013 i gave this one four out of five hearts because it's pretty epic um my 
partner at the time, my boyfriend, knew that I loved um, like uh, games. Like I'm obsessed with Dave and Buster's. That's where Jared and I's first date was. Um, I love like going to the fair and like spending absurd amounts of money on those games. You never win. I've definitely been at Universal Studios in one that like one in a million bottle toss game where you like toss a ring around the bottle. I've done that. I'm just obsessed with carnival games. And so my boyfriend fucking rented out a piece of the Redondo Pier carnival games for just me and him to play. And I remember we showed up and I was like, oh my God, why are we at the pier? And then I was like, oh my God, we're going to play like games. But then we walked in and I had no idea that he had like rented it out because it was so empty. And I remember it being kind of awkward because we had not dropped the L-bomb yet on each other, which like just goes to show you he was like obsessed with me if he rented that out and we hadn't even told each other we loved each other and there was these balloons that said I love you on them that the like carnival people had set up as decoration because he paid extra he's like can you make it look cute and make a sign for her and it was like for Kelsey or whatever and I remember like halfway panicking because I thought for some reason that was his like grand gesture of telling me that he loved me was through these balloons and so these balloons were at like all these little stands all night and I kept waiting for him to like drop the album and he didn't and I remember it being so awkward because I was like oh shit it was so new and I was like oh, this must be so awkward for him because if it's just an accident that the people decorated with these, like, that's fine. Maybe I was looking too much into it. Now that I think about it, I'm probably looking way into it and I was probably more stressed out than he was. Shout out to you. Uh, so yeah, that one was four out of five stars. Um, okay. <clears throat> oh, this one was a sad one. I put one out of five hearts. This was in 2015. This was my first Valentine's Day out of a big relationship and I had also just gotten out of rehab and this was like right after my jaw surgery was fucking terrible and I was in so much pain my face was swollen I was single I was sad I had gotten out of rehab and like my I wasn't my treatment wasn't working I'm sure I was on all different kinds of medications and my friend decided that we should throw like a Galentine's Day party and so we spent money on decorations and we made appetizers and we made all of this food we got really dressed up like I'm talking heels and like slutty like red lace dresses and like four people showed up and they like weren't even people we really knew and like I think they were dudes too which was confusing and overall like looking back at the photos I'm just like oh my god that is so uncomfortable to look at so that was like a a failed galentine's I don't think I've ever had a successful galentine's does anyone want to do that with me if you've had a successful Valentine's, tell me about it in the comments below. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is a fun one. Uh, this was 2016. I put five out of five. So I went to Disney on Valentine's Day with my boyfriend at the time, which a lot of people didn't know that I was dating Justin Tan from BuzzFeed. That's like was a a pretty like well-kept secret that we kept from like the entire office actually because I started as an intern and then like it would have been super weird if people found out that like he was above me and dating me so we kept it super low-key but so many people on the internet like found out because we were fucking up posting and stuff and like people would catch us at places together and like take pictures it was so embarrassing trying to keep that a secret and then like also denying it to everyone at the office and lying it was bad anyway so we were like at Disney and we were just like roaming free being our couple of cute selves and we ran into our other friends and one of them actually worked at BuzzFeed they were there the same day and we had no fucking clue and he's still one of my best friends to this day here is a random photo of him Stephen Cantor I found this photo in my 
files the other day and I texted it to him this morning. I was like, why do I have a Polaroid of you in my files? But so he's one of my bestest friends. And so we ran into each other with, he was on a date and I was with, uh, with my date. And we ended up just like going around the park together, like skipping lines. And because there was three of us from Buzzfeed, we were like very recognizable. And so all day, the Disney employees were giving us a front of the line passes because they were like, oh my gosh, can I take a picture? And we felt just like, full-on celebs like we just felt so cool and it was so fun and I remember Stephen and I kept leaving our dates to run out of the park to go take shots at the uh like whatever that piece of um the park is called that's like outside of the gates with all the restaurants and it's usually like a hard rock cafe or whatever what is that called downtown Disney so we kept running out of the park and like getting stamped to go take like two shots and then we'd run back in and both of our partners were like we can't drink. We're driving us home from Anaheim. And me and Cantor were like, well, we're not. Let's go get fucking lit. And so that's all I remember was like, that was so much fun. And then both of us ended up breaking up with those partners and we're like still very good friends to this day. So I feel like that Valentine's Day more so like solidified our friendships rather than like it being a loving, fun day with our partners. Um, okay. Anyways, moving on. Uh, oh, this one was good. <clears throat> 2018 I gave this one five out of five it was Jared and I's first Valentine's Day together and so I took him to a golf range to go hit golf balls which was really fun it was a hobby both he and I really enjoyed and then he made like personalized memes for me of like our relationship as my gift so he had like memes of my cats and like memes of me and it was just so like personalized and thoughtful and I feel like that was the first time that I was like oh shit this motherfucker cares about me um and then I took him out to this really exclusive like fancy restaurant that had just opened it was like really hard to get into shit that he totally does not care about but I like am obsessed with trying out the new hot spots and food and it was like a $300 prefix menu that was like back when I was making BuzzFeed money and I remember I ran into my therapist and I was like pretty fucking drunk at this point, because we had been like drinking all night and then went to a late dinner, you know, we were like golfing, drinking beers and stuff like that. And I don't even remember seeing him. He actually emailed me the next day and was like, hi, it was great running into you last night. And I was like, did I run into my therapist last night? And also uh, that night at that restaurant, I saw a very famous celebrity cheating on his wife on fucking Valentine's Day. And I wish I could say it is, but I don't really want to be dragged into any tea. But like, let's just say he is like, a uh, very, very famous talk show host. Ooh, that's all I'll say. <gasps> Ooh, guess who it is in the comments below. I'm not like famous enough to have celebrity beef or tea. So I'd like to stay on the like non-dramatic side of the internet as I've been able to do my whole life. But I do just want to point that out that I think that person is scum. And every time I like see them on TV, I'm like, you're trash. Um, la, 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 la. Uh, yeah. And then like last year's Valentine's Day, I put was three out of five because it was pretty like just normal we went and got pizza and I had Barry our foster dog so we didn't want to like be away from home for too long and that was like just super chill and fun um so that's me ranking my valentine's days I can't believe this episode went for as long as it did when I literally was like no I'm just gonna go on the mic and like tell them to go listen to guilty pleasures and like talk about valentine's day a little bit uh once again shout out to all of my friends who contributed stories I love all of you you're all very funny and important to me in my life and I hope you all have a fantastic valentine's day um I'm really fucking excited you guys because there hopefully by the next podcast we do will be an update on the documentary that I've been doing about Soraya and justice for Soraya. I know so many of you have been following along and I've been kind of like off the wreck 
record or like offline about it and I haven't really been able to talk about it. So hopefully we will have something by next week. And if not, just know that like things are moving and shaking and happening. And I'm really jazzed about that. Um, don't forget to go listen to Guilty Pleasures. Go sign off of this podcast right now and go sign up and subscribe for that one. You're going to want to follow us on all the social medias. Speaking of, you can always find us here, my dear confidants, at ConfidentlyPod on Instagram and Twitter. Don't forget, you can email us at ConfidentlyInsecurePodcast at gmail.com. And hey, for a Valentine's Day gift, will you please just go rate us on iTunes? It really, really, really does help. It's so stupid, but it really does help. And if you want to check out any of the merch that we have for the Don't Fucking Panic book, you can go find that on Thought Catalog shop catalog and i think the book is still on amazon you guys have been crushing the reviews i think it's at like 4.5 stars and the only negative ones have been about people who can't format it on their kindles so like go flood that with some positive reviews because like your girl needs it i'm asking a lot from you guys right now i you don't have to do it all whatever you have the bandwidth to do i would really appreciate it and it's a holiday so like you're gonna be on your phone all day anyway right i hope Enjoy your long weekend and I hope you enjoyed your Valentine's Day and know that if you didn't have anyone, you at least have me and I love you and I will be a Valentine's Day date for as long as you need to be. Kisses, XOXO, Gossip Girl. Bye.